Hello, welcome back to Film and Other Drugs. This is the final Hannibal Arc um, episode. You're with me, Nora, and Selma. Hi, Selma. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. Um, so the final episode is called The Wrath of the Lamb, and basically the, the uh, synopsis is, in a desperate bid to capture Francis Dollarhide, Will Graham engineers a cunning ploy utilising Hannibal Lecter. Upon learning of his plan, Bedelia de Maurier voices concerns that Will's actions may not only put his life in peril, but the lives of those around him. As the end draws near, Will remains unflinching in his game with Hannibal, even when it means coming face to face with his own darkest fears. So, um... He's a cunning, cunning boy. <laughs> he, he feels... Like at the end of his tether, it there's no mention of Molly. There's just I don't know, or maybe there was, but like it just feels like he's just. I think yeah. that's part of my working theory that I was yeah. talking about, where it's like mm. I feel like as the story, you know, as as the episode was going on, I was starting to think that maybe Will was trying his hardest. To honor the part of him that wants to walk away from this incredibly toxic relationship. Like, got to do it this time. You know, when you tell your girls, I'm finally going to leave him, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you don't. <laughs> and then you don't. Exactly. You run towards him and then you, <laughs> you just cut off all your girls because you're like, they will tell you off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like at the at that point, Hmm. Ah, it's just you know like okay so when he's in the um prison with Hannibal and Hannibal you know is talking about you know his ideas and and what he did and and how he was able to to catch Dollar Hyde right because at this time he's under the impression that Dollar Hyde is dead yeah I I guess we kind of skipped that first part but you know uh, he was talking about how he's going to go back to his life with Molly and and Hannibal's just like, you're going to hate it. It's not for you. Yeah. And he's like, yes, it is. <laughs> like He's trying to convince himself. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's like Hannibal's basically saying, you know, think of me when you're bored because you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, and but don't, what did he say? Don't come to me. Is that what he said? I can't remember. He said, "Think of me, but don't find me." I think mm. is what he said. Yeah, because I think he knew that as much as he wanted Will, he could see that Will was fighting himself, and that he really didn't want to stay with Hannibal, and he was trying to help him honor his own wishes. I think. I think. Yeah. But at the same time, he was sad when he told him that it wasn't good to see him. Yeah, it was. It was like um like a breakup that just like they had two breakups, or how yeah. many breakups have they had so far? It's just it's just <laughs> they keep breaking up and then needing each Getting other back together. <laughs> yeah. Um, two peas in a pod, like just two souls that are n- never going to be apart. I think, and it's. It's really crazy when when you think about it like that. It genuinely feels like Will has no control over his connection to Hannibal. As much as he thinks he has control, he doesn't. Um, yeah. 
he's he's it's very hard for him to to listen to that part of him that is just screaming at him he's not good for you you know and he's doing his best but it's still there you know I, the pull to hannibal just the he must feel intoxicated at the thought of it and he is trying his best not to lose himself because he knows what's good for him, you know? And, and I think he also understands the fact that at this point in the episode that Hannibal is in prison and there's, doesn't appear to be any way out. You know, he can't get him out of there. So he kind of does have to let him go. It's kind of out of his control. They even mention it, you know, that he, he put himself in there, you know? So I think he's kind of, trying to let go because he feels he has to as well like as if he almost doesn't have a choice yeah on two fronts you know one because he's bad for me but also he's not i can't even be with him so like why even entertain the idea you know yeah yeah it, it just feel it felt like there was almost this sense of closure even though it didn't seem genuine it, it seemed like the, maybe his best attempt so far mm -hmm. um and it was just this because Dolahide was dead it's kind of like oh you know good for you i thought you would have killed him and then he's like no well he committed suicide it was definitely anticlimactic like if that is what had happened it wouldn't have um made sense i guess because will wouldn't have transformed or whatever right um, but as soon as as soon as we find out that Dolahide is alive or you know will gets surprised at the motel suddenly i feel like will is actually a little bit too quick to come up with this idea of well i can give you hannibal um, it looked like an opportunity that he was looking for that he yeah. didn't know that was available yet you know mm. i also wonder did hannibal know that dollar Hyde didn't kill himself like you know because he he does the whole uh uh psychology for criminal stuff too you know so the the human behavior stuff so did he know that maybe not for certain right because it wasn't planned uh at least he didn't know the plan i don't think but i think he had an idea that dollar Hyde had not killed himself yeah um it definitely seems yeah i, I don't know i'm not sure about that it, it, <laughs> Yeah, it, I feel like I know we just watched it, but it's, I'm still sort of processing it. Um, yeah, I think yeah, this time around, I definitely feel like Will is kind of leaving too much up to chaos and up to you know the universe. Mm -hmm. It's not a very controlled plan. Um, no, I think Will wants Hannibal to take control. It's kind of like when you there's this like theory thing about back in the day how women would like drop a handkerchief or something and then that would be the signal for the guy to like pick it up and be like ma'am you know you drop this that's like the way of like a woman would um basically get a man's attention. yeah exactly yeah. to get it just those kind of like you know flirting without flirting and then so i feel like will is kind of dropping a handkerchief and saying you know um hannibal like take over kind of thing because i don't know he wants he, I think he, he wants Hannibal to be free on some level. Yeah. Either free so that he can kill him or free so that they can run away together. 
I do too, because like, okay, so when he tells Bedelia, you know, after they come up with this plan, who did he tell first? Did he tell Jack the plan first? I think he did, because it was right after they did the autopsy on the body. Yeah. Which was yeah. like right after that, after, well, after he was uh, assaulted by Dollar Hyde in his hotel room. Um, so he tells Jack first, but then after that, he goes and he tells Bedelia. And when he's telling Bedelia, he tells Bedelia he's going to kill Hannibal, right? But then when he helps Hannibal escape, I kind of missed this, but who killed all those cops? <laughs> oh, um, well, I think it was Dollarhide, right? What? Oh, that's right, because he, oh, well, I don't know. Was he watching? I don't know. I think right, I yeah. I, th I think we, we both were like, wait, I was, this doesn't I was, feel like a fake escape. This feels like somehow Hannibal and Dollarhide and Will, they, I feel like each of them have a little, had a conversation about something like this. Uh -huh. And some of their conversation, especially with Hannibal, seems to be a lot more implicit and implied rather than like, you do this, I do that. Like, if I escape, you have to kill the... Like, even with um, um, Gideon, I feel like Hannibal influenced him in so many ways, but in ways that the audience wasn't privy to, they kind of, so it kind of makes it seem like the character has this idea of on his own, but I don't, I don't think so. I think Donahide knew that he had to kill these people to get Hannibal and Will on his own. Maybe it was just obvious, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to escape, whether it's a stage escape or a real escape or whatever, you're, you're, you're going to have to fight off a number of guards so Dollhide kind of made it easy for them and easy for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of is, explains the, the dead policeman, because I was like, wow, that's quite the sacrifice Will is willing to make for this murder. Like these guys' yeah. lives. <laughs> it just mm -hmm. seems crazy. But if Dollarhide did it and it was without Will's knowledge, do you think Will knew that he was going to be doing that? I think everyone involved must have known that something like that could have happened. Like you must take some sort of risk assessment. I mean, even if you like, we have normal jobs, you know, there are so, so many risk assessments that have to take place. Like there's no way the FBI wouldn't have been like, well, you know, yeah. they had to know. come up with scenarios that were possible. And that had to be one of them, at least knowing that yeah. it's possible somebody would die. Uh, yeah. It's just it's been a little bit too easy that they all died like that. Which is yeah. probably mm, another like Dollarhide's a really good shot. If, it, if that was him, he's a really good shot. Yeah. Mm, yeah, all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was interesting how in the beginning, um, when he's talking to Reba, well, after Reba escapes from the test house that he was doing, uh, Dollarhide was was kind of giving her a test to see if he could trust her. And then in the end, she escapes, but she's talking to Will and she says, I drew a freak. And he's like, you didn't draw a freak. You drew a man with that. Well, what was it that he said? I know, you know. No, I actually didn't. <laughs> he's, um, like, he's like, you didn't draw a freak. You drew a man with uh, like something on his back. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like trying to like explain. But oh, I felt I like he's a freak too. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was just it. It's like, I feel like he's trying to, like, lend her his cope, like his coping method for why he loves Hannibal. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, he loves a freak as well. Exactly. Yeah. It's like he's drawing really... a little parallel. <laughs> yeah, they, he always identifies with the victim or the, like, the, the lover, which is... Or like remember the um in season two the guy who really liked animals but was it was hard for him to connect with people. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he, Will identified with that character, and that that character had like a really narcissistic, toxic, um, social worker person. Yeah, so he identified the scary guy with Hannibal. But sometimes I think Will is doing a little bit too much identifying with the victim and not that he is he has a red dragon in him as well yeah like he's he's a perpetrator too he's not really being accountable yeah for his own shit because i feel like he has been running from it all this time and i think that that's also part of like what frustrates alana bloom and bedelia you know is that he won't recognize his part in this like you know at this point are you sure you're still leading him on because you're trapping him you know are you sure it's not because you actually have these feelings for Hannibal (laughs) and he's just like running from them while still acting them out (laughs) yeah it 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 feels like this is like the end of um uh, I don't know a big arc for Will it's Will's arc yeah yeah. When she said, um, when Reba was saying, uh, she she knows to be wary of those who seek dependency and feed on it. And it was kind of like showing Will that he's not wary <laughs> enough when it comes to that because he's time and again become that person for Hannibal. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so these are where the parallels are for, for Will and Hannibal here. Um, that part when <laughs> when Will is talking to Hannibal uh, and asking him if he'll please be the bait to get Dollar oh. Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was really weird. Like the mic drop. That was funny. Yeah. It's like Hannibal, oh, Hannibal was waiting to say that. Like, he really sh- was. Like he <laughs> when Alana said she that he she wanted that he wanted Will to ask him and for him to say please. I was like, wow. He knew. He knew that it was gonna come to this. I think that's yeah. why I think he assumed that Dollar Hyde had not actually killed himself. I think he knew it wasn't over. Mm. Mm. I think so, at least. <laughs> but yeah, so that bit really reminds me of like a like going back to the whole teenage movie type thing. Um you know, the woman going, oh, so you're back. You know, you, you better beg and say sorry kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, look at you groveling at my feet again, as I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. And Will, I don't know, Will just seems to be okay with it. Almost like he's charmed by Hannibal again. Um, It doesn't feel like he's begging because he really needs Hannibal. It's almost like he's happy to be back. Um, I I agree. I was that was part of my theory was that at this point, I think it's really obvious to me, at least, that Will has made his choice, and that choice was to be with Hannibal. (laughs) Yeah, he's. um, I think he's now just running in one direction rather than kind of being pulled in two different directions, and it's so Mm -hmm. nice to 
kind of see him go all in whether that means they die together he goes to jail i think will has given up um but i read somewhere like jack and alana are essentially planning to murder both lecter and dolhide yes well that was that that was the thing it's like and the plan was they'd kill dollarhide and then they would kill hannibal but it's like when were they were supposed to come in? Were they not expecting those police officers to die? Is that is that why they were like pulled up there? Because they didn't follow them. Did they know where they were going to go, or was Will just to be trusted with getting it done? I don't know. Yeah, I think they wouldn't trust Will. I think that they know. It, it it does seem a little bit like everyone just put their hands up, kind of like just sort of wash their hands of the situation, and. I don't know, like, where was Chio? Where was... It just seems like there's a lot that could have been done differently. And if Alana and Jack really wanted Hannibal dead, they they wouldn't have done it this way. Um, It would be a case of... They have someone following the cars that's not, like, a helicopter or something like that. In uh-huh. case Hannibal kind of goes off... Rogue. Yeah. yeah they, they must... They should have shot them down, like... I feel like that scene where they come up to where, you know, the the escape area where the cops were dead and it closes, they do a close up of Jack's face. I think that was supposed to indicate to the audience that Jack was having like a moment of realization that this was no longer in his control and that he might be second guessing Will's intentions at that point. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it it does seem like a little bit too late. Um, uh, and I guess Jack was never really the best intuitive person, so it mm-hmm. makes sense. <laughs> I like, think a lot of this probably would have been answered the next season if they had gotten another season. You know, where they go back in the in the uh, flashbacks. You know, yeah, like they did with season two, and yeah, that that mm-hmm. would have made sense. Yeah, um, it it seems like a lot of the intentions or um yeah outcomes are a little bit murky at the moment because they kind of just wrapped up the season really quickly and everyone was kind of like what 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 happened it just seems <laughs> at least they made will's path clear because i think it was just so clear that whether he was going to kill hannibal himself or run away with him it seems like those two things are the same because in this show, death and love are kind of intertwined. Like the way Hannibal slit Abigail's throat, it didn't seem to be out of like no care at all for her. I feel like Hannibal did care for her a little bit. Um, kind of like a mercy, but like a mercy to Will. Because like, look, she won't be alive either. Like, because he was killing both of them, you know? Yeah. Mm. I, it, like as if like he was giving her him a gift yeah it, yeah i know i'm trying to rationalize this but it doesn't doesn't seem to be working but i think love maybe not love in this show but maybe just attachment like it, it's almost like romeo and juliet like whether they run away together or they die together they're together mm-hmm. and they're not supposed to be together you know because they've got your two two separate ideals i guess or morals yeah. Keeping them apart. But yeah, that is a very good um what is it, allegory for Romeo and Juliet. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, Hannibal and Will. Um, two separate like families. That's their ideologies, their morals, and then in the end, yeah, mm, uh, it's such a interesting way to end the show. If they, I guess, they knew there wasn't going to be a season four, and they wanted to give the fans something. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, did they know? Did they not know? Because they did give that secret ending at the end with Bedelia. Yeah, her legs. So it's like. But they weren't there. Three, so yeah, expecting both of them. And if she only has one leg, she could not have cooked her own leg. There's no way. <laughs> oh, oh! Do you, do you think that means that Hannibal is that like a like a flash forward that they're all together again? I think so. I think that that's what it's supposed to have implied. But because they're not at the table and the show didn't go on, you mm. can then change it to. I don't know. It's just for me, it doesn't seem plausible that she would be cooking her own leg. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that that's a good point. I've never thought of that. And that, that's actually given me like hope that, um, you know, that that's they can happened. come back. Yeah. yeah and, and they do want to come back. I know that the, the creator has mentioned that several times and it's more so that they just need a, a TV platform to pick them up. And that, that basically means the ending. Somehow they survived that jump. <laughs> yeah, because they landed in the water, which was the whole reason they like looked over the cliff. That oh, whole death scene. bluff is like disappearing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, like as if it was possible. I mean, you don't see their bodies, and you would see like I'm trying to show you their bodies, but we don't see it. Mm, oh well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah, that, that death scene with Dollarhide between, you know, Will and Hannibal when they team up and mm. the beautiful <laughs> murder of Dollarhide, who really deserved it, you know, and at least Will can, like, he could settle into that thought. But I feel like, huh, I just, like, he was ready to shoot Dollarhide. He was pulling out his gun because Hannibal was looking at him. Mm-mm. And he was ready to pull his gun out, and but he was surprised by the knife going into his own face. Like, mm -hmm. oh my god, that was ugh, that looked painful. Um, yeah. So I think he was going to save Hannibal, and he was going to kill him. But they would have yeah. had to maybe shoot them both. I don't know if he would have shot him. No, I think he, I think that's not the way he would want to kill Hannibal if he was going to kill him. Right. I mean, that's. I don't think he could have killed him. I don't think he had it in him. I really don't. I think he wanted to want to, but I don't think he wanted to either. Because <laughs> it looked like he was really regretting not warning Hannibal sooner. And when he got shot, he looked really upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It, there's almost a sense of both of them would be upset about anyone else harming the other person because... Mm -hmm they belong to each other in every sense of the word. Even harming each other is just, like, that's their thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds very fucked up, but that's what I think, anyway. And um, that that activity of, like, killing together, probably Hannibal's favourite activity, maybe more so than the other thing they could do together. I know. I even wrote down, I'm like, this is sex. Like, that's... Yeah. For Hannibal, that that was very intimate. Yeah. The, the, and the bit when he says, see, really brings it back all the way to episode one, 
where uh, Abigail's dad says, see. You're right. Oh, my gosh. It, like, hits so hard. It's like, oh, my days. Like, th that's the whole thing. It's been about getting Will to see, and he you does. See. But this is the first time he really does because he takes part. When he sank into Hannibal's arms, he yeah. really looked like he was letting it all go. And he was oh, yeah. Oh, it's such a relief for everyone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> God. Oh like he was God. just giving in to his love for Hannibal for once. Yeah. It's oh. it's so fucked up, but it is so like oh it's, man. It's yeah. romantic in the in, in what women find romantic, and that is that women love to tame the beast, you know? So for us it's like, oh, because <laughs> they're both beasts and they're taming each other. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I just can't believe it's over. I know. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, when I heard him say C and then I heard the music and I remembered and I was like, oh my God, it's over. And like I was saying earlier, it just feels like we've really been on a deep journey with it because it, it wasn't just a binge it was like over months and um going into detail on each episode oh gosh it's just been so yeah I don't know yeah <laughs> it's, so weird that it's over I feel like what am I gonna do next week you know <laughs> I know I can't believe that we actually like it did it seemed like an insurmountable amount of of um, episodes to like go over but now that i look back it's like it really wasn't that bad because we were going three at a time yeah but, yeah it it was uh, i'm gonna miss those two i'll just say that <laughs> yeah they they will always exist in that you know wherever we whenever anyone replays the show but there is something about not passing that point of that ending that's kind of irritating it's like it's beautiful but it's not it's 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 satisfactory or satisfying but it's also not you kind of really want to see them at the dinner table with Bedelia yeah like if yeah. they had just made that scene a little bit more final like they all eat together mm. then we then we could all have some closure but none of us can have closure <laughs> It's yeah. so hard. It is so difficult. I would kill to know what's in the script that he's already been, you know, working on. I know he's got some of it put together. So I'm really interested to know where he was going to go with this, especially now that I kind of understand what um, the Red Dragon book is about. Mm. That video that I sh that I shared with you, um, he was going over like what's in the book compared to the show, and in the show, like. It's kind of like what they did with The Witcher and the video game, the, the books in the video game, but in reverse, in that the books come first and the games are like a fan-created uh, sequel, I guess you could say. It's supposed to like come after the books. And in this case, this is the before. And in Red Dragon, you only get the parts where Will is talking to Hannibal and every once in a while in the book you'll get flashbacks of a time before when they were searching for the Chesapeake Ripper 
I don't know what he was in the book, but it's it's supposed to be this is supposed to be those um flashbacks and explain their relationship because apparently in the book it's very ambiguous but it 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 is um hinted that their relationship was a lot closer than what was being led like led to believe like to the FBI i think oh so that's where the idea for this came to Brian Fuller was that you know he was going to expand on that idea and oh. just take that part of the story that's smart. That's great. Cool. Right? Yeah. I like that. I was like, oh, that is a very good way to come up with the story and yeah. just borrow some characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like fan fiction of the story. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder, like, how, because, okay, so in that case, then we know, well, I guess at this point, the red dragon happened at this point. So that already happened red dragon and the before already happened so anything he does after this is brand new is brand new hey (laughs) wow (laughs) i mean matt mickelson and hugh dancy aren't getting any younger but like i know they're very active in terms of their career so i think it's still possible that they could come back within the next few years maybe but like if it goes beyond five i don't think it's ever coming back with absolutely not yeah Yeah. i think even three is pushing it at this point (laughs) yeah because they they would be tired like those scenes all of that action probably a bit too much and they probably wanted encouraged to like kiss and stuff i don't know if they do And well, that video that I shared with you, apparently, I didn't know this, but um, Mads was like fighting himself. He really wanted to kiss Will in that last scene. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I've seen some like Q&As and stuff with Hannibal, um, with Mads and, and um, Hugh and some other actors from the show. And basically, there was one where they asked about the type of relationship and then um Hugh was like no they love each other but like you know as friends or something and then and then Maz looked over and gave him a look like really <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like the characters and um, the actors sorry they they know their characters and I like it when they embellish or they kind of give their character feelings even if it's not in the show so yeah yeah I feel like like um like maybe they agreed beforehand that they were gonna keep up the will they won't be even at the press <laughs> even conference. in interviews. Oh my god, that would be yeah, that makes sense. That would be that's so cute and smart as well because it kind of creates the the same um, chemistry that they have in the show where Will's mm-hmm. kind of being chased by Hannibal. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> mm. I swear. So this, like you. And like Killing Eve, it really does test a person's morals when it comes to like who you identify with or who you have empathy for in the show, you know, because what is it called when when it's um, the anti-hero? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anti-hero. That's like in Breaking Bad too. Oh, yeah, those, those things are so popular. But then when it comes to like true crime, right, when you see someone who is uh, sort of a serial killer and they have a partner in crime 
do you, what what's your take on that like when you look at that do you think every person deserves someone um or that those people shouldn't have someone i mean there's someone for everyone out there you know mm. i i wish you know well at the same time probably not a good thing to wish that they would find each other instead of you know finding innocent people to pray on <laughs> right uh, but then at the same time it's like what kind of fresh hell would you be releasing on the world by putting these two people together <laughs> like, yeah there's no one to keep them in check I mean if you know we've got Villanelle and Eve and they give each other grace kind of like the space to be themselves as opposed mm -hmm. to like Reba who would probably push Dolahide towards goodness um but when you have two characters, one pushing and pulling the morals of the other until they kind of become one, I guess they're doubling their kill rate, maybe? I don't know if it's... I mean, I've seen some... I've heard of, like, one serial killer couple in the UK who did just encourage each other, in, essentially, to kill young women or girls. and um, That was the... Um... Uh, whether the Moors? I think so. It said, started with an M, like Mortimer or something like that. Yeah, they would like, I think they were throwing people in bogs or something. Uh, like, but they were, they they would like, this was back in the day, like in the early 50s, I think. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they would just kidnap girls and boys uh, mostly like teenagers and yeah, yeah they were and she from what i remember she was into like kink and so was he and then when they found each other like i think he was gonna prey on her initially but then he kind of found his soulmate in her yeah. and then they were they decided to do it together basically yep just like the canadian couple too mm -hmm. for their honeymoon they kidnapped a young girl oh my god yeah <laughs> that's what i mean it's like when you get two people like this together yikes like look at poor bedelia sitting there just crying <laughs> oh my god yeah um smelling her lovely leg i'm sure it smelled del delicious <laughs> <laughs> oh bedelia was is just a hilarious arc for her i mean she she went from being in control to like having all these lectures and it's just fascinating because I feel like she is not equally, but to a high degree, fascinated by these two men. Um, maybe. Yeah. It's I almost should... like she's inserting herself into their relationship a little bit. Maybe. I feel like, like, ha like, ha. Huh, it's kind of like she was Hannibal's will before Will, but it wasn't as deep. For Hannibal, you know, like it wasn't to the degree, but it was probably she, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, and and I think that she kind of, God, I I, I don't think she, like Will. I don't think she wanted that relationship, but that at the same time she couldn't help herself either. Yeah, and she's she's um beyond terrified of of Hannibal, and I don't know if out of all the characters she's the smartest in being that terrified because Crawford and Bloom are not as terrified. They're like, yeah, let's, let's chase him. Let's kill him. Let's capture him. She's like, no, like run or just give up. Like the way she says to Will, we might as well just let him slit our throats now 
it's like wow okay you're like just giving up there's no fight in her and i guess she she's she's the one who spent the most time with him intimately and maybe has had conversations with him about what he's done and yeah because i don't know how long they were friends or colleagues before you know the the her her i guess murder happened um so i'm not sure how long he had been kind of manipulating her and shaping her the way he does you know yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she doesn't come into the picture till later, till like late in season one, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I think it's she. Yeah, she's she's like counseling him, and then she says she has to go, and he's like, he's ready to kill her, and she's already gone, and she's put like plastic on her furniture, and he's like, well, fair enough. <laughs> she was always ahead of him, which is so interesting. So I feel like this cooking of her leg um, scene really does suggest something. It, like he's alive because she would not go to that extent whether she's cut off her own leg and somehow got someone to cook it or she's cooked it herself um well whether they've cooked it like i feel like that scene tells us uh they're alive because yeah like you were saying but also just thinking about bedelia across all the seasons she's always been ahead of hannibal she found him after he uh killed abigail and went to her mm-hmm. house and she had a gun on him <laughs> she, she was she was him. ready <laughs> and she didn't kill him you're right yeah it sounds like she was in the same boat as well and then they, they compared to each other uh to each other a lot in that last episode um, yeah two episodes in their discussions where they were just kind of every time will would try to lob an accusation at her She'd just love it right back. It's like, yeah, you too, bitch. Exactly. (laughs) She's like, I don't know why you're sitting up on that high horse. You belong down here with me. (laughs) It's like, you know you love him. Me too. (laughs) Oh, my God. Real Hannibal's got a little fan club going. I know. I know. It is. uh, Like, the whole first season, especially, like. I was so mad at him for being so manipulative and 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 hurting Will the way that he did. And and Will rightfully was able to like really let that out in the second season. Yeah. But this whole season has just been like, uh, I want him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it's been so hard having Hannibal behind bars because we didn't get as many suit outfits and we didn't get as many dinners um, or yep. hardly any. So it was it was definitely, lo- it lost that Hannibal-esque like flavor to the show. It was about this guy and Reba and it was just like, oh my God. It, season one and two just have something. The beginning of season three is really great too. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I forgot about that. Yeah. He does <laughs> I- a lot of amazing shit in Italy. <laughs> he really did. And he was looking really snazzy the whole time yeah yeah well it's been a lot of fun everybody i hopefully you'll stick around for the next um show that we do and i think we're gonna do some other stuff in between right now yeah yeah i really hope you guys um enjoy the things that we've got planned and um really grateful for the fact that we've had consistent listeners over the past few months it's awesome um thank you yeah 
thank you for sticking with us and uh, looking forward to the next show and random bits as well. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, see you next week.